When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome back to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And my name is Ben Bullen. I'm a writer here at the self-same website. Hey, Ben. Hey, Scott. I got a question for you. All right. I know that you uh, recently moved into a new home. Yes, sir. And uh, one of the things that you were very excited about was uh, that this this house has something brand new or relatively new to you, all new to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I am excited about it. Yeah. And it is a garage. Yes. It's that's not it. the biggest garage. It's a one car garage. Uh, but, 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 uh, as someone who has lived in quite a few apartments and places without garages, I am quite excited for this one. Yeah, I bet you are. That was one of the first, uh, I guess one of the first things you told me about the place was that, you know, you were very excited that there's a garage and how you, uh, unceremoniously kicked your girlfriend right out and said, uh, no, you, you can't have the garage. I'm taking the garage. Right, right. That's yeah. fine. I don't regret it. <laughs> I stand by the statement. That's all right. No, and I was just giving you a little, a little guff because I know that, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's just be honest. You, you're the one who cares about your car, right? Yeah. Let's yes. just leave it at that. Should we leave it at that? Let's leave it at that. Okay, I don't we'll want to. I don't want to have to plead the fifth. Scott. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. No, uh, uh, no, no harm. <laughs> but um, honestly, so you guys, let me ask you about this. I, you I also, were going to get me in so much trouble I know, in this I know, episode. I know it. But okay, it, maybe she won't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> One thing I need to ask you. Yes. Um, and I think we agree on this. We we briefly talked about this already. What's that? There's the clean garage debate versus the cluttered garage debate. Uh, a lot yes. of people use a garage as just somewhere to put everything, all mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people use it as a place to put just a car, nothing else. Right. Or to have a very neat, very organized place um, you know, where you can find everything. But then other people have the same argument about a cluttered garage is that they can find everything. They know right where they put that. Sure. Yeah. And um, they will maintain it. What side of the fence are you on here on this uh, this debate? Because I... I I'm on the definitely on the clean side. Yeah, I'm on. I'm. I wish that we could disagree because it would probably make for a more entertaining show. <laughs> but uh, I'm so on the same page, man. Good. Because there, the thing is, with a garage. Um, growing up, I had one at my parents' house, and this was a two-car garage. So 
very quickly, you know, we started off ideally as, or idealistically, as you do. Mm-hmm. We thought we are going to keep this place Spartan, except for these two cars that will be in there every night by this time. And so eventually what happened is that we had the entire, uh, the entire garage be taken over by <laughs> clutter, you know? Yeah, it happens. It ha- mm-hmm. It's happening at my house right now. It happens so, so easily. Mm-hmm. And, gradually. Right. Quite gradually. And then we've now reached an equilibrium, or I should say, rather, my parents have. And one bay of the garage is sort of this workshop for my dad, and the other bay is where one of the cars goes. So you have a two-car garage, one car fits in. See? Yes. That, you know what? That's that's very, very common. I think that might be the norm, that actually. It, it seems to be. Um, to be able to get two cars in a two-car garage is uh, often you won't see it. You just won't see it. Uh, unless it's somebody who is very meticulous about keeping everything put away, and mm-hmm. you know, once you, you know, once you, let's say, you once you unpack a brand new mower, and you got that giant box that the mower right. comes in, if you don't keep that sitting around like I have for the last couple months, um, <laughs> then you know, it starts to encroach on your space, and then, sure. and then you know what, you might buy a new vacuum, and you put the vacuum box on top right, of that, right. and you know, I'm not pointing any fingers here towards myself or anything, but right. um, it happens. I thought that was a nervous too. No, no, no. And then you know, you decide that. I don't want the ladder down in the shed. I think I want it closer, uh, you know, so I can get to it when I need it. It's so much gonna, easier. I'm going to lean yeah. that on the wall. And sure. Then, well, you know, I don't, I'd hate to see my go-kart outside. Mm. I mean, the anonymous person's go-kart outside. Right, right. So right. I, 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 they wouldn't want to put that in the garage, but, mm. uh, but they have to because the hypothetical the garage. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> it slowly happens over time, you know, that, uh, people let the garage go. We're still getting two, somebody's still getting two cars in their garage. <laughs> But you know, we've lost that one. You're Never killing mind. yourself. I, 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 yeah. You're killing yourself. It's not even this. work anymore. But but we still get two cars mm. in. But it's starting to fill up a little bit, and I'm getting that you know that uh, tingling on the back of my yeah. neck, saying we better clean it out. Your right. spider sense is going exactly. off. Exactly. Yeah. Spidey sense. Yeah. So we're you know what, man? We're friends outside of the show. Yeah. Some some people uh, people probably guess that. Uh, so I'm gonna help you out with this. This episode won't be as altruistic as our usual topics. Uh, we're also going to help each other figure out one of the some of the better ways to design a garage. Mm-hmm. Now, we've already answered one of the biggest questions when it comes to garage design, which is, what do you want your garage to look like when you open the door from your house or, or from outside? Mm-hmm. And for me, I am someone who firmly believes that clutter and... Uh, well, let me let me say it in a more positive way. Cleanliness and productivity are positively related. You know, if <laughs> yeah. I walk into a place and it's already clean, then I can just go about the business. Uh, what one thing that I would add to your description of, of cluttered garages, um, hypothetical ones, of course, sure, is that uh, another easy way for a garage to get cluttered is. Uh, going to be found right after some do-it-yourself work on your car. Yes. Like if you've had that, uh, I have um, sometimes in Tennessee, uh, we call these uh, come to Jesus moments. Mm-hmm. And what they, you know, it comes from the church where you're thinking you face a truth that is undeniable that you've been trying to deny for a time, you know. So we, I've occasionally had these after after a four-hour bout uh, with drum breaks one time. I, yeah, it was, uh, it was about four hours. I had a, I, first time I were working with drum breaks, I had a come to Jesus moment with myself where I thought, you know, 
I'm going to have to ask my dad for help. Well, you would have you would have gotten the work done a lot faster if you hadn't stopped to drum or whatever you're doing, <laughs> play keyboard or something. Right? Yeah. But the uh, okay, oh, yeah, that's yeah. terrible. That's terrible. It was hey. Yeah. Hey. I, know. I do what I can over here. <laughs> you're doing a great yeah. job. But my point being is that when when we finally got these these rear brakes on. Uh, we we were done with each other. We were done with the car. Yeah. We were done with the garage, and we just never cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're on the we're on the same page when we start here. But maybe in this episode we can talk about some of the other considerations that can help drivers and just homeowners get what they want from their garage. True. You know what? A lot of people, and we mentioned that a lot of people look at it as a garage, at a garage as just a place to store stuff. An attic on the ground floor. Exactly. It's easy to get to, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of the room that you can put things in. And eventually, you don't really realize when it's happening, but like maybe I'll just park outside today, and then uh, I'll get that I'll get that stuff cleaned up. I'll pull that tarp out of the way tomorrow, yeah, sure. and I'll, I'll pull in when the weather gets cold. Yeah, when it's cold. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll wait until the first day it snows, and then I'll clean it out, then I'll get in. Yeah, but um, then, like, you know, Christmas <laughs> break is over, and you, you got to take <laughs> care of the kid. Very good. Yeah. Some, You know, sometimes my car will fit in there, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. Um, this is this is where the, the big mistake happens is that you don't think uh, about the garage as you know just a place to park your car. Think about it as another room in the house. Mm-hmm. It, that's what I do. I think about it as another room of the house, and I haven't gotten to that room yet as far as you know renovation. Which, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not talking anything really extensive, but there's a few simple things, and I'll get to a list in a moment here. But th- the idea is that if you look at it as another room in your house, how would you? And it sounds crazy. How would you decorate that room? How would you make the best use of space in that room? Mm-hmm. What's the room for? You know, what's I mean, right? You want to make it practical. So, is you, it a workshop? Is it is it uh, is it, is it a half workshop? Yeah, and half for your car. Is it for two cars? Is it for you know? Maybe it's for no cars. Maybe you mm-hmm. just want a uh, you know another work area or a studio or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it as another room of your house, and that's use that as a guide to uh, you know to. to to determine where you go with this room mm-hmm. and uh, do some things you know, you'd be surprised by you know a couple of the simple things you can do to make that space mm-hmm. I guess a lot more livable right because this uh, one, one of the key parts to any sort of workspace is really planning mm-hmm. as kind of nerdy as it sounds yeah. you know and there's some basics so if you are in your garage you will probably have more wall space that mm-hmm. you can mess around with than floor space. Yes. And the of course, I I'm a huge fan of building shelves or I that came out wrong. I, I, it's not like <laughs> I stay awake at night waiting to build shelves, yeah. but I I think they serve such a great purpose um the place I'm in now that that I've just moved into obviously used to be a workshop. There's some board with the holes up and the stencils of the tools. And, uh, board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then they've got the, uh, they've got a bank of outlets there that are obviously made to handle power tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to keep my car in it. I'm going to go ahead and say it for a lot of people. A lot of people won't feel this way, but I'm really happy to be able to take my car into a garage because it's just so much better over time, uh, for the exterior mm-hmm. of the vehicle. Yeah, so. I totally agree. Um, exterior, interior, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, just your own personal comfort as well. Mm-hmm. Um, simple things like uh, just taking groceries into the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just getting into the car on a night when it's rainy and then, you know, driving wherever you're going. Um, so you don't arrive soaking wet or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the condition is, snowy, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, you, it just makes sense. I mean, I, I think it makes sense to, to if you can use your garage, do it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lay something down on you, man. Tell me if you disagree. I think that with the right planning and the right, I guess, smart storage, it's possible to get to have your cake and eat it too when it comes to a garage. I think you're right. Well, okay, that's the no. end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But but yeah. how, but how how would you go about it? I mean, I guess that's you said you like shelves. Oh yeah, you want to hear my grand plan? I don't know if this sure. will, my girlfriend thinks it's crazy. Um, okay. It's kind of ambitious. I just want to have what I have the stuff to make a pretty a pretty decent workshop, and I have you know just like your basic uh, like circular saw, uh, router, and um, you know some other power tools and mm-hmm. and some carpentry stuff that I'm, I'm trying to teach myself how to do. Oh, very good. Uh, so I would like to make some hinged shelves that fold up, sort of like a Murphy bed, uh, and that way I can take them down only when I need them. Mm-hmm. And then I have a separate um, a separate area to store all the other tools, the workshop stuff, that I can take out as I need it. And that's also where I'm putting all my car tools. Uh, so ideally I would be able to have – maybe six shelves or so, three on a side, mm-hmm. that uh, fold up so that I can easily fit the car in there. Because, again, this is a small garage, and yeah. I drive kind of a boat. So uh, hopefully, if I manage that way, I can still have the counter space I need to do uh, projects around the house but still have room to put a car in there if I need to you know, change the oil because I'm, I'm way too cheap mm-hmm. to uh, – get my oil changed somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd also like to put I'd also like to put some stuff in the ceiling to hang, you know, bicycles or to hang um they even have bins you can hang up there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone for that, but yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, they have all kinds of different. I mean, you can find organization um I guess pre-built structures that you can hang in your garage if it's if it's closets, if it's uh, workbench space, mm-hmm. if it's shelves, if it's if it's bins or hooks for things. Yeah. Uh, wall systems that you know you can attach make you know add attachments to, That's hang true, bikes yeah. vertically. Um, it just a lot of different th- things are available right now for you know just anybody to pick up at any home improvement place or mm-hmm. retail stores. Or you can also go to specialty stores, you know, like um, you know storage places that that sell things like this specifically to get the, the most out of whatever space you have. Right. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian, someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you mentioned you mentioned something that made me think of one of the uh, one of the great videos that I've watched recently on YouTube. What's that? Um, have you ever seen the world's smallest grudge? I wait. Is this the guy who has to? Uh, I think I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's in uh, Europe. Yeah, yeah. We, I think. Yeah, we talked about this. Have off-air. we? Yeah. Oh, off air. Yeah. On air? Off air? Uh, off air. We okay. talked about this. Maybe I'll mention it here then. Just we so should talk about it's, it now. It's just called The World's Smallest Grudge, and it's easy enough to find online. That uh, poor man. The guy, what? really? He, he's ingenious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He Incredibly what skilled. He's doing. Very skilled. I think, okay, so basically in this video, uh, this guy has, I guess technically counts as a one-car garage. The problem is he has bare stuff. Inches, centimeters. No, three centimeters. Three on centimeters. Each side. On each side. So he has to drive straight into this garage, and the entrance to the house is through this garage, too. Yeah. So he has developed this system whereby he uses the, uh, he opens the car door in the kitchen door, and through some deft back and forth coasting, he manages to get out. Yeah, he can't open the door unless he, he rolls. Backwards. The chair. Yeah, he, he has, has to, to roll backwards, roll backwards yeah. into it. Yeah. And uh, he has to move some stuff, I think, in his kitchen. Yeah. And then he gets out, leaves the car in neutral, mm-hmm. rolls the car forward by hand as he slowly closes the door. <laughs> then he puts the car in park and finally shuts the door. See, that guy has a clean garage. That's, and that's what the mirror's there. folded in. And this look, this car looks like a Yugo. It yeah, looks it's like it's something car. like that. It's a, yeah. it's that shape and and design. Mm-hmm. But uh it's a it's a small car. In fact, I, I just from the from the video, I've got the the numbers. Yeah. Um it's in meters. Hang on a second. It's uh his car is 1 meter 49 centimeters wide. Okay? The garage is 1 meter 55 centimeters wide. So he has three centimeters on either side to play with. How did that happen? I wonder which he got first. How did, he, he had to get the house first. How did he get so ambitious to be able to think like he can, he can do this in the first place? He's probably just better at math than it's, I am. It's incredible. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, he's speaking Dutch in the video, I believe. Yes. And uh, he's, he's just incredibly skilled. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a skill. It's really a skill. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. It's a skill set. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. But it's a it's a funny video to watch, really, and yeah. it's only a couple minutes long, but it's uh, it's worthwhile. It's the world's smallest garage. It made me think 
that I have it a lot better than I had assumed, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what, though? I mean, it shows you, though, like, good planning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he did have some things in his garage. He, he had a bike that he had to move out of the way. Oh, he, that's he right. He in. did. He did but have a he bike. Did, but he had, a, you know, like a full extension ladder. Mm-hmm. He had some other things stored in the front of the garage. He had, But he had things up off the ground and mm-hmm. out of the way. You know, they're above the, the roof of his car, and he knew exactly where the car fit and, you know, how things worked in there. So, um I don't, he he had it well planned out, and he had a plan. He had a, he had a good plan. Mm-hmm. He knew what his space was like, and I think that's what you're doing too. You've you've kind of investigated how much space you have, what you need, what you need to oh, do. Oh, I'm trying, buddy. I and, am uh, trying. See, that's important. You take your time. Just even if it takes you a week to figure this out or longer, cool. just figure out what you have to do with the space and do it. Well, we. When we should, this is this is the perfect opportunity for us to uh, talk about some really cool stuff. Because when we're talking about what you and I want to do mm-hmm. with our garages, we're assuming a couple of different things. Like I, you know, I I rent. You're you're a homeowner, so you would do some renovations that I probably wouldn't do. Yeah. But also, you and I are going to keep it below a certain level of you know, uh, I guess pimp my garageness. <laughs> that's you know? right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's uh that's something I wouldn't go over the top with uh, the renovation of a of a garage area. But this I ask you, Mr. Benjamin, what is over the top? <laughs> I think we've got some contenders. Well, what have you got? Cuz I know you got a few, right? You got I've a got just that, a couple. Uh, I've okay. Got, I've, I've got, got I got more some, some more practical things here that we'll we'll read at the end, but um some real world stuff. Do you want to trade? I would want to trade back and forth. You know, you know, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> no because that would be a little bit silly. But um, you're you're talking about uh, well, whatever. You know, I'm, I'll I'll save the surprise for a moment. But I've got yeah, I got one I want to save till the end. At the at the end here. All right. After after you go through your extreme examples, I want to read just a few things, a few simple things that people can do to their garage to make it uh, just that much better and that much more okay. enjoyable, I guess. You know what? That's a lot more help, helpful than this crazy no, stuff. No, no. I, I love to hear the crazy stuff, and I love to look at it. So there's there's a ton of examples online. Right. You can – okay, so I'm not going to give specific uh, names, dates, and places because these actually happen a lot more than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott and friends and listeners out there on the Internet – in real life, there are people who have their driveways tricked out so that in front of their garage, the concrete from the driveway lifts up to reveal a secret parking space for their car, which, of course, if you can picture it, is probably something awesome, like mm-hmm. an exotic sports car. Sure. And then it just recedes down so smoothly, so smoothly, and you never know it's there. <laughs> so it matches the concrete on top. It matches the concrete on top. Really? And then there are, you know, when... We're talking about garages. We're talking about, you know, average guys like us having garages that come with their house. We're not talking about the Uber collectors who have made their garages nicer than some libraries, you mm-hmm. know, with polished marble floors, um, works of art hanging up. We talked about this in private art collections. Yeah, sure. And elevators going up to your house. Elevators, people, yeah. People do these things, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's, let's see, there are... Custom garage builders around the world uh, who will do things like if you live in Japan and you say, I have 2,000 square feet on this property, I want you to build me a house with uh, room for nine cars in the garage, and one of those parking spots needs to be in front of a glass area in the living room so I can sit and look at it. <laughs> True <laughs> oh, story. Man. Yeah. Oh, wow. No kidding. Yes. Wow. And so just to show you, we uh, 
Scott, you and I had looked around at this a little bit in the interim, so yeah. uh, I wanted to say this might not be the craziest, but this is my favorite. Can I give you a, a, just a real brief story about this guy? Please do. Okay, so looking for the craziest things you could do when you design a garage. Um, there's a fellow named Anthony Toth, uh, and Anthony Toth uh, lives in California, and his garage, he uh, he decided to take it all the way. And you know that's one thing I love, Scott, when somebody doesn't stop at eight and a half yards. Yep. I wish I hadn't told you what he did off air because yeah, it was I so know. fun for I you know, guys. I, I was shocked. Okay. So he didn't make it for a car, and he didn't make it a workshop, uh, but he did make it a unreasonably accurate replica of a first-class Pan Am uh, cabin, Pan Am airplane cabin, and it looks like it looks real. This it, is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I've seen the photo of yeah. the guy sitting in one of the seats, one of the airline seats. Oh, yeah, he's just hanging. I don't know. <laughs> I was recently on a plane. I tell you, I don't. I was happy to be off Yeah. Uh, once yeah. I was done. I don't know why you would want to build something like this and then just hang out in the garage. In, he says, a, uh, you know, it's funny because he, that's funny. He says that he actually um, he always loved them. It's it's a labor of love because he was a huge fan of Pan Am. Mm-hmm. And uh, oddly enough, uh, he he works for United Airlines, uh, but he said he spent maybe fifty grand on this project because oh. he's been hunting down like Pan Am seats and. Uh, Pan Am, you know, bags of peanuts. And this is stuff. incredible. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the photo of him sitting there with yeah. his uh, headphones on or whatever he has. Oh yeah, he's got the headphones. Yeah, yeah. and I, I thought I read there just real quickly. I, I yeah. scanned the article. It looks some, something like he could he could watch videos on the drop down monitors mm-hmm. or something like that. Yes, that's how detailed this thing is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it looks like he's inside a plane. This photo. It looks like a uh, like a, a studio set, like mm-hmm. a like a a film set. And also. When you listen to music through those headphones, which yeah. are also Pan Am, yes. it plays music of the time period. Oh, no. So he, he's just like any other collector or enthusiast. He's really concentrated on this. all man. the way. You know what? I, I guess he gets a 10 for uh, for effort here on this. That's incredible. I'm going to give him a 10 for uh, keeping his garage clean. Too. 10 for execution. There's no clutter. It's a... Uh, it's it, it's well done. Let's just give this guy 10 10s. Perfect, perfect 10s. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's well done. Well done. Nice job. So but, uh, that that's a garage. That's crazy. For people who don't want to uh, build a replica of an airline in their garage, uh, what, do you have some tips for them we could end oh, on? Oh, for some of the uh, the more common yeah. things? Well, you know what? Just before we go into this, let me, yeah. uh, I've seen, you know, when we were doing research for this, I saw mm-hmm. all kinds of things. There were people that had made their garage into a pub. Yeah, or a pool. That's, that's a popular one. Yeah. Oh, pool. Yeah. I, I didn't see that. There's there's a couple of people who have built indoor pools inside their. Garage. I've seen a performing st- like a performance stage mm-hmm. uh, where there's a band playing, you know. But yeah. and you know you may think like, well, there's garage bands all over the place. No, this is the real deal. With, it's like, like a they, venue. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unbelievable, and uh, you know, full light show and everything that's going uh, on. Ballet studio. I saw a ballet studio. It really. makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, I, and a lot of people have an. When we get to a certain level, you know, you've got a, a large area. Yeah. One part of your garage might be an office area that's carpeted with, you know, a big mahogany desk and, sure. uh, you know, lamps on the edge mm-hmm. and everything. And you've got, mm-hmm. you know, a phone line just for the garage, um, you know, client chairs in front of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's unreal what they can do with it. It's uh, Some of them are really, really beautiful. Others are maybe a little bit too much. Oh, uh, two words. Oh, wait. 
three words, nuclear fallout shelter. Okay. That was my second yeah. favorite that people have done. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Well, it's like the, the garage itself is sort of empty and just covered with concrete oh, okay. on site. But gotcha. they, they've dug into the ground under the garage. No kidding. Yeah, so you, you, know, you open up your trap door and... That's an interesting one. Or your uh, not a trapdoor, but you know what I'm talking about with a with a a wheel. To oh, turn sure. It. Yeah, the uh, the like safe, safe lock almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet, and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously, it's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. But I can't do that yet, so help me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's some of the more simple things, I guess, that you can do to your garage to make it uh, unique or, you know, so again, another room in your house. So just think of yeah. it that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, looking around, my mine falls into just about every one of these categories. It oh, needs, yeah. You know, floor, paint, lights, all that stuff. So let's just kind of go through the list here. But the simplest thing to do, uh, you know, I guess it depends on, you know, the size of the walls and everything, is paint the walls. Um, any color combination you choose, whatever. Oftentimes, garages don't have um, windows. Yeah. So that's something to take into consideration, too. You don't want to make it a, a dark cave in there. Right. Um, I don't know, just anything you really would do for your house, you can do in your garage. you got to remember that. I, I had a hard time getting over that, understanding that, hey, it's like if you're going to paint a, a spare bedroom, it's kind of the same way. 
I um, guess it is, yeah. Most people leave, you know, the walls like uh, drywall with, you know, you can see cinder the tape blocks. in between and yeah. sanded or cinder blocks, yeah. yeah. And uh, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, with some simple, simple work, you can make it just as, you know, nice as the, the walls in your house. Space of an afternoon. Exactly. It really doesn't take all that long uh, to, to make a big, big difference in this area. Um, I saw a garage in my, in my neighborhood the other day. This is what kind of sparked this whole thing. Oh, yeah? I was walking uh, the dog in the neighborhood the other day, and... It was nighttime, there's a garage door open, the light was on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's easy to see in, and plus I'm a garage peeper. Um, I like to see what people have in their garage. I know it sounds kind of dirty, but I'm a, I'm a, I like to see what people have in their garage, the project cars. We've talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah. So this person has a garage door open, and the garage, I, I had to almost do a double take because it was like, and it's a simple thing. They had, they had tan walls. Mm-hmm. They had a, uh, a, a gray floor that was uh, painted, painted in some way, you know, like epoxy or something sure. like that. And they had chair rail, you know, the the uh, just the um, the trim that you can put around the wall about three feet up or so. Yeah, all the way around the whole room, white, you know, white trim, looked beautiful, beautiful. And they had uh, some kind of different, unique lighting in there too. That was uh, it wasn't just like a standard garage light. It's like you know, like a, track it wasn't like a like a bare light bulb or something. Yeah. It was it was nice. And you thought. Wow, that looks like a, a real room. And that is an afternoon's worth of work. I mean, or a weekend. Well, yeah, it's probably it's a weekend weekend's. worth of work. And we're talking epoxy, it's got to dry and that sure. sort of stuff. But that's the other thing is that you can easily change uh, the floor. And Sometimes you should, especially yeah. if you're working with vehicles inside your garage. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm, yeah. Sorry, I'm, oh, no. I'm interrupting. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, really. Well, that's what it is. If you think about, you know, just the various fluids that could leak out on there, mm-hmm. you know, Various residue you'll end up getting on the floor naturally. Yeah, it's it's kind of an investment into just the, to make sure you don't mess it, it up. It goes into the porous concrete, mm-hmm. um, and it just seeps in. And, and you know, good luck getting the stains. You out. will I mean, not get those stains. There's a lot out. of products that'll that'll tell you that the stains will come out, but then you'll end up with a light area where that was, and it just mm-hmm. doesn't work out. Yeah, it ends up looking bad. So um, I mean, there's there's a ton of floor options. Sure. Um, everything from you can do tiles, um, plastic tiles that you know are interlocking that they're meant mm-hmm. for something like this. Um, there, you can paint the floor, which I don't really recommend. Um, I've, I've dealt with paint on floors before, and it tears right up with the wheels as soon as you spin the wheels. Right. Um, doesn't quite work so well. But if you do epoxy, those systems, the coating systems, mm-hmm. those work really well. Uh, very tough, very uh, you know resistant to stains. And they and, last forever. Uh, seem to, yeah. yeah well, unless, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it may chip eventually, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, nothing like paint. Nothing like paint. Um, you could also carpet. A lot of people don't think about carpet, but you could carpet a garage. I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, work for an eccentric old lady one time who had her garage was carpeted. I'm not the biggest fan of that unless you want to unless you really want to turn the garage into another room yeah. that doesn't house a car. No, this wasn't. This was for a car to park on. Weird. A giant old Cadillac. It was a big yellow Cadillac, the color of uh, the <laughs> yellow paper that I'm holding in my hand. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was a cool car, too. It was, it was 25 feet long. No, it's 37 <laughs> feet long, this huge Cadillac. And then, uh, it, oh, you know, if you got a British car, you might not want to do that either. An old British car. Oh, yeah. They leak like a sieve. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, even, even a good one. One that, you know, you think you've got it all sealed up, they just leak. So you're going to end up with oil spots all over the place. But um, otherwise, uh, you know... Maybe not a bad option. Are you bitter much, buddy, about uh, no, that British no. car? <laughs> no, in fact, I love it. I'd love to have one leaking all over my garage right now. I, I really do love them. And, um, oh, there's this other cool thing. You can do uh, polyvinyl flooring, which is like a big rolling, uh, big roll-on 
boy, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It comes in a roll like a carpet or yeah. a laminate wood. Okay. Um, it's just, again, it's polyvinyl and it's real, um, I guess it's real, it's real kind of like a slick material, but you won't mm-hmm. fall if you step on it, of course. It's mm-hmm. something good to park on. Um, it absorbs, well, it doesn't absorb, but it makes liquids pool up and you can easily wipe them away. That's cool. Um, just protects the floor. Yeah. Protects the floor. It's, that's the overall goal here anyways. Mm-hmm. Is to beat that porous concrete. <laughs> that's right. So that's another thing. So the floors. Um, the other thing I mentioned was lights. Um, uh, right now I've got two bare light bulbs in my garage, which oh. look horrible. Me too. Just I've terrible. got one. I've got the one, and I think it's like a 40 watt or something. Yeah. And it's depressing in if, there. A <laughs> 40 watt bulb. <laughs> you might want to kick it up to 60. Just, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll have to just <laughs> go ahead. and. and you can't and, be trusted with 60 watts, so they, they backed it down to 40. <laughs> All right, so you could do uh, you could do like fluorescent lamps. It all depends on your your taste. I mean, you could sure. really you could bathe the whole thing in light. What I would like to do, I think, either can lights, which are really nice. You could dim them even, mm-hmm. um, or you have you know like maybe track lighting. And you think that's kind of extravagant. Yeah. When you really look at the price and and you know how easy those things are to install, mm-hmm. it's really not that much different. I mean, you've got the wiring there in place for the bare bulbs. You could easily put in two track lights mm-hmm. and have and you'd be able to uh, direct light where you want to then. Um, and it's a much, to me, a much better quality light than a bare light bulb hanging from the ceiling. I'm serious, man. I, I don't know if you know this, but one room lit by a 40-watt bulb is just, it looks, it's really sad. <laughs> Have I depressed? It seems like you're a little bit depressed about this. I think I'm, I think I am going to go home and change that bulb <laughs> today, <laughs> yeah, actually. Should, yeah. yeah, it'll cost you about 80 cents, I think. I mean, I could loan you a light bulb. No, I, I can no. even loan you a one hundred lot light. light no, your there. interest is crazy. Your interest <laughs> rates are crazy. <laughs> two and a half, two and a half times the light you have now. <laughs> All right, uh, one other thing. Yeah. No, two other things rather. Um, we well, already mentioned one of these. Um, you can create storage space. Yes. Uh, by you know all these different systems that are available, and there's a there's a huge variety available right now. So. Um, I guess if you know if you got a few bucks to spend on something like that, or you could build it on your own if you if you choose to do that. Yeah, you um, can find uh, some great uh, how-to articles about it. Repurpose some stuff. Yeah, uh, a lot of people buy um, you know kitchen cabinets at uh, you know places that that tear that stuff down. You know, renovation companies that tear down yeah. kitchens for people. They they keep the cabinets around sometimes, and you'll be able to buy the cases, and mm-hmm. you can put whatever doors you want on them if they lock or whatever you want. Um, it's, it's just a, a smart thing to do. It gets everything up off the ground and out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, just organization is big. And, uh, the last thing, and I'm going to mention this because, uh, you know, why not? You can hang artwork on the wall. Why not? And, uh, I've seen a lot of shops recently that do that. You, you see, you know, I'm going to mention it just because somebody will say, why didn't you mention this? Jay Leno's garage. Oh, um, yeah. But we just mentioned it for that, that, you know, that there's, he's got an incredible garage, of course. Sure. You know that. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's all kinds of, he's got, very unique, you know, original artwork on the wall. Yes. It doesn't have to be that. It could be just posters. It could be framed artwork. It could be neon signs. Mm-hmm. You could have, uh, I mean, anything, clock collections, anything you would put on the wall, auto theme stuff or other. It depends on what you want. Um, but it all adds to the room, just like uh, painting wood in your living room. You know what? I was, you have changed my mind in the space of three sentences, my friend, because I was skeptical when you said, hang art, why not? Mm-hmm. But you know what? If our, if any of our listeners decide to send in some artwork, I will hang it in my will garage. You? I really? Will. You'll yeah, hang, I will. Really? You'll hang listener artwork in your, I in your will. garage? I will. I'll do it and I'll take a picture of it. Very good. Very good. That's a, that's a, that's a very good idea, actually. We'll, we'll see. I think yeah. it is. Breaks up the monotony. Yeah. So. No tasteful nudes. No tasteful nudes. No nudes. No. I, I don't think uh, I don't I don't think um, my 
girlfriend, you just my turn landlord, red. or I would be all right. Maybe okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't even have said that. Let's just we'll we'll just keep it. It uh, should be auto themed stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> auto themed. How yeah. about that? Auto themed are really cool. Yeah, PG thirteen though. Sure, because my mom comes over. Understood. All right. Understood. All right. Yeah. Garage appropriate. Garage appropriate. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> so I feel like uh, we've covered some some pretty cool things, some good guiding principles for people who are starting to uh, redesign their garage or just starting to say, hey, maybe this shouldn't be my ground floor attic anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just get the, just get the clutter out of the way and get the car in there. You know what I want to see, Scott? I want to see some just customized, uh, super pimped out garages or some just train wreck garages you know i think we could probably get some of those from our listeners and uh by the way to you guys uh we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope uh maybe a couple of these chips and tricks might work for your storage space or garage and uh let us know what's going on you can hit us up at facebook or twitter at car stuff uh you can also drop us a line on our world and internet famous blog at howstuffworks.com and if you want to cut out the middleman entirely, you can send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.